Nobel Prize Barbie is Nobel Prize Barbie. <laughs> Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2XP, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Workwives, this is Logan. Um, I am from Oklahoma City. You talk about visibility and impact and telling everyone when you do your job. But I do not like to talk about myself at all. I should just be able to let my work speak for itself, right? Logan. <laughs> <laughs> This is my number one value, <laughs> visibility and impact. And I think it's a really important question to say, why can't I have an impact without the visibility? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what you're asking. Yeah. We're going to answer that question in a little bit, but I think just to take it back a step, I'm sure a lot of us resonate with this. I don't, but okay. I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the anomaly here. <laughs> okay. My turn. Yep. We're afraid of becoming this thing. It goes by 90 days. <laughs> You've got the brown noser. Oh God. You've got the me monster. Mm-hmm. You've got the pygmy girl. Oh, that is the, that is like Gen Z's version of this, isn't it? Apparently you told me this. <laughs> it exists on TikTok. Therefore I told Holland about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or she was, it was going to come up in 20 years when she found it in, on YouTube, on YouTube or whatever delivered with the Instagram carrier pigeon. Devolved, into. <laughs> devolved is, the, is the right word. Yeah. Like um, where, and it, it, what, what all these terms have in common is like, the people who are known to be a brown nose or a me monster or a pick me girl. Yeah. They're like, there's something loud, but lacking and you don't want to be any of them. What I do understand. Well, I don't understand not when you talk about yourself. I do understand like being misconstrued as that person. Cause that mm. person's annoying as fuck. And like, unfortunately, but what's the difference, right? Yeah. Like when people, this is, uh, you guys are getting like the inside scoop into Vanessa's professional life. When people don't work directly with me, they assume I'm that person mm. because I am loud. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy to talk about what I'm doing. Right? right. But what you don't see, unless you're on my immediate team is like the, the like team member self of mine. Do you oh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. You're, you're not close enough to see that I will move mountains to help my team push something further or to like be the best that we can be not an army commercial. Right. Like, so, so it's interesting to like, I have been mislabeled as this person a lot in my life. Uh, mm-hmm. so you've probably had to think about what what is the difference yes then? right and so like I, I've had to think about like how do I do what I need to do in order to have visibility and, and, and impact but not have it misconstrued as this brown what, nosy me monster I love the pick thing. me girl pick I think that's girl. the fun thing yeah so for you Logan like if you're if you've done the work mm-hmm. and you have had impact right? right then what is the difference between visibility being seen for that and brown nosing and we're going to talk about that after the break are you getting more out of corporate america i i know i am (laughs) rate review subscribe rate review subscribe those words are ridiculous together rating would be the stars review would be the words subscribe would be like hitting the button the follow button the like whatever apples change it's now like a follow i don't know oh on spotify it is follow still this okay follow follow us on spotify what is it on apple it's a plus in the top right plus corner. us on apple okay google plus 
RIP. Good riddance. Mm, true. <laughs> <laughs> So the question I think you're asking, Logan, is where's the line between visibility and brown nosing? That's a solid question. And and for me, I think that the line of demarcation is the substance, right? Mm. Like we we all know the person who is the first person in a large meeting with the C-suite <laughs> who raises their hand first. I, I, I can name at least six of them and probably should not because they may be able to sue me. It's fine, Right. Vanessa, I bet you raise your hand first and I raise my hand first. Sure. I, right. But like, that's the, di- but that's exactly it. It's like, can we look at all these markers and, and like what's underneath it? Yeah. It's, it's subtle. It's very subtle. And I'll tell you another, <laughs> like another really subtle one for me is like the phrase I'm going to, mm-hmm. cause it gives me this sense of like, Oh, but you haven't done it yet. You may or may not have an intention to do it. Especially, I don't have any evidence that you're going to. Yeah. Especially if it's like an open-ended I'm going to, I'm going to look into that instead of like, I'm going to get this done to you by noon. Right. Yep, totally. Yeah not actually being in charge of anything. Yeah. Or like, I guess another way to say is like, for me, it's like a not taking ownership of your projects. You might mm-hmm. be in charge of something. You may be on that brand team. You may be on that team, like whatever, whatever, but you, you, you're not carrying the ball down the field, right? Mm-hmm. You're not saying like, yeah, this, this is mine. That and I'm own. responsible for hitting this deadline. I'm responsible for getting this unglamorous bullshit done <laughs> so that, so that we, we can ship a product. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And I think that unglamorous note is interesting yep. too, because like people who aren't having impact aren't actually like in the meetings that are the shitty ones where the shit yes. happens. You know what I mean? Yes. Like the big ones where it's like, everyone's has to come together to figure out some problem. Mm-hmm. Like they're not there. If you can only be seen in meetings with C-suites, you're mm-hmm. having lots of visibility and no impact. <laughs> Period. It's like, totally. Cause like, like the meetings where shit happen. gets done is like with the people who have whole departments that kind of report to you. Do you mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like they're not your direct reports, but like the way the workflow goes, like I like to say everyone reports to marketing, right? Because or they should, right? But like every single one of these brown nose or pick me girl types, like I never saw them in the like low level departmental meetings where, I was required to deliver information to whole teams so that they could action it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I did see these people in like all of the like vision and CEO. Yeah. And you're just like, sit sit the fuck down. Like I haven't seen you doing one piece of work ever. So like go do something unglamorous. I mean, that word again. (laughs) Right. Um, So I know that you know how to get your elbows into the grease, you know, Mm -hmm. One of one of my other little, like, I don't know if we want to call it a litmus test or a markers for like, oh, is this a person with visibility impact or is this just a brown noser is if you have to tell me who you are rather than be able to show me what you've done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so like mm-hmm. my freshman English teacher was like, she always wrote every single paper, like show, don't tell. Like, especially when we're working in fiction, she's like, how are you going to show me this ex- instead of explaining the interiority of this character? How do you show through their behavior who they are? Interesting. Yeah, it was fascinating exercise. I freaking love Mrs. Steiner. She's the best. So like same thing happens in corporate America. Like if you're going through and jumping through the hoops of telling me everything that you do in a day, these are the same people that want to tell you they woke up at 5 a.m. I don't care. I slept for three hours and had a great dream about, I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like you don't need to, you don't need to like virtue signal to me that you woke up at five and had like a full day. But instead I'm just going to see that your work is getting done. It's done on time. And it's always done like, you know, ahead of when I actually need it. That tells me 
if I really think about it, you've granularly, you got to work before me. You've delivered something before 8 a.m. status. Your agendas are always sent to me 24 hours ahead of time asking for comment. Yes, absolutely. There's also a misalignment too between like what they say they've done and what their actual role at the company is. Right. Yes. Oh my God. My my favorite pick me girl and- it's a he, so he would hate that I call him this. <laughs> My favorite thing to do every once in a while is just go read the the complete and utter fiction that is his LinkedIn. Oh, I love those. Yeah, we should go read it together because you and I will are roast we, the fuck out of this. Are we pulling this up right now? Yeah, we may. We may because like if you if you look at it, like there's too much proprietary detail in there. Oh shit! Like he gives numbers and budgets and revenues and whatever, and I'm like, that's a red flag for me that you don't understand the like subtlety, or you're not confident enough in your work to give it a vague percentage on LinkedIn. You need to go through the hoop of telling me that you were responsible for something really, really, really important, right? Right, rather than actually just letting letting me see that that work happened and you had an impact on it. And right. and like speaking of their LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure he still has his GPA in there, which is like the OG red flag. <laughs> Like at that point, just stop talking. Yes. <laughs> so that's a pick me girl. <laughs> yeah, that's, that kind of just became one pick me girl in my life, but there's such a good type for every other one. Like, so like textbook, like in the ways that I am a textbook Gemini, sun, moon, <laughs> rising. This person is a sun, moon, rising pick me girl. <laughs> the LinkedIn is the receipts. <laughs> Okay, Logan, if you're still with us. <laughs> Sorry, I went down memory lane. <laughs> we, we love it. I think we all have this like person like, oh, yeah, that's it's like annoying and it and you hate it because it's like they're they're It's the squeaky wheel gets the grease at some point. Mm-hmm. Totally. And that's what I hate for you, Logan. If you're not squeaking, you're not greasing. <laughs> I don't know. We're putting that on a Sorry. shirt. I need, <laughs> I need our graphic designer to see that that's what's happening. But in our at life. some point this the squeaky wheel will stop getting the grease if it's not turning what's the metaphor i don't know you're people will start to see through you and then work-wise we'll start to talk about you on podcasts <laughs> you will become a pariah like at some point there's still things that are missing deadlines right mm. and so you'll you'll very quickly like the hype will run out and the work yes. actually has to hit and and unfortunately it's left to people who actually do execute but don't hype themselves up that are left to do that unsung heroic work. That's right. And and at the end of the day, the work gets done because it has to. And then the person who's said that they've done the thing and the thing is done, nobody realizes there's a gap, which is why it's so important for people like you, Logan, to like speak up about the things they've done or the pick me girls are just going to take it from here. That's exactly right. Cause you can have impact without visibility, but the people who have visibility and impact get the money. Yeah. And the, and unfortunately in corporate America right now, the people with the most visibility and who can like claim impact because no one else is claiming it will take that from you. And so it's as if they had visibility and impact. We hate it's it. The I worst. hate it so much. It's, it's awful. I've seen, I've seen really incredible, I'll say it, women get passed over for promotions because they didn't speak up for themselves and they didn't let everyone know that they did that. And then mm-hmm. some pick me girl boy mm-hmm. just like yanked <laughs> that with, with the right amount of visibility, yanked that credit from them. Because no one else was claiming it. So they just did. Mm-hmm. No, thank you, Logan. Yeah, hate it for everyone. So, Logan, you say in your question, I do not like to talk about myself at all, you say. <laughs> <laughs> I do not resonate with this, but Holland, take it away. 
We know that for you, the substance is there. The impact is there. How then do we talk about our work mm-hmm. in a way that's visible, honest, and fine, not self-aggrandizing? Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's the least of our worries, actually. Yeah. It has to do with understanding that you're part of a team. Yeah. I, I say this all the time. You cannot create in a vacuum, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And like there, there is... <laughs> what you do is not immaculate conception. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> that happened once, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I think yeah. when you're externally facing and externally we're going to define as anyone except you and your direct manager, right? You got to shift your language from I did this to we did this. Right. Like we did the following things. We ship this product. We, and when you're asking for, for support from cross-functional partners, we need your help to do blah, 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 blah. Right. And we, we're, we're familiar with this concept when we go into like an interview situation where it's like, yeah, we, we did the thing. And Mm -hmm. like, it it behooves you to maybe sometimes explain to somebody who you're interviewing with like, yeah, this, this was the makeup of the team that I was on or that I was Mm -hmm. leading or that I was a part of, or that I joined or that I led. Right. It makes sense because everyone in corporate America knows no single person does any single thing on right. their own. Right. And, and so that's where we're starting with this conversation about how to handle becoming more visible without being, um, without crossing that fine line. Exactly. Of like, without oh, crossing- I, I, I did this. Right. And, and I recently had to do this. Actually, we, we just dropped our hundredth episode. It was incredible. Loved yeah. it a lot. And I like, I went through and put it up on every single channel, blah, blah, blah. I finally got to my personal LinkedIn channel. I was like, I want to celebrate this, but how do I say like, yay, I did this. I did the hundredth episode, whatever, whatever, knowing full well that you edit this. <laughs> I have done nothing. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? So like she shows up for the cookies. <laughs> I really do. I'm here for the bloopers and the snacks. That's where we're at. Solid. But like, I, I, so I had to start that LinkedIn post, honestly. And just like, it's really difficult as the face of a brand to say, you know, to drop, Hey, this is the hundredth episode and not feel exactly what you said. Self-aggrandizing. It's a huge accomplishment. Yeah. So like it is, it is both a huge personal accomplishment. And I understand that I could not have gotten there without a team to support me. So I tagged everyone on our team, all seven people. We love them. Incredible. And then like, and let them bask in this glory too. Like shout them out on a professional network Mm -hmm. where like they're all freelancers. Mm -hmm. So like, okay, great. Let me show off your work that you've done in your arena. And like everyone who knows them in their their network knows what their expertise is, whether it's graphic design, whether it's video, whether it's copywriting, whether it's photography, right? So like for them to be tagged in something that's like a hugely successful project is incredible, Mm -hmm. right? And like, that's how I did that. Like instead of I dropped the hundredth episode, we We. dropped the hundredth episode, right? right? Right. Like my role, like you said in an interview, my role on the team was this, Mm -hmm. right? Ground me in just the facts. I've said this in different contexts other ways, but like when a lawyer asks you, do you know what time it is? Only give me exactly what I asked for. for. Yeah. Give me just the facts, like stick exactly with that. You know, that scene in Barbie movie (laughs) where she gets your pop culture reference of the millennia. I saw a movie. (laughs) It was the Barbie movie. Perfect. (laughs) And she, one of the Barbies gets a Nobel prize. Mm -hmm. Right. And as she's getting the award, the grantor says, you're the voice of a generation. And the Barbie says, I know. <laughs> yeah. I like that's, that's what it is. It's like, yeah, I did the thing. Mm-hmm. I got the prize. I am the voice of generation. And this is the award that shows that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then you move off it. That's it. That's, right? that's the facts on the ground. Noble prize Barbie is noble prize Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> that is what she does. <laughs> now on the flip side of that, internally so we're gonna call internal communications between you and your manager that's it this is a one one to one one to one Mm -hmm. right this is the place to say i fucking know i'm the voice of the generation and i did all this shit i not only wrote my poetry i wrote 
pick me girls poetry too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> totally. because I knew it'd be look better for our team. Like this is the place that, that like I helped the we, right? That's so exactly you get right. to say I all the fuck you want in your one. <laughs> okay. I had the most beautiful moment with this early on. in one of my jobs, I ran a promo. Okay. Proud of you. It went so great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Best they'd seen in months. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yay. <laughs> we did that thing. Mm-hmm. Externally facing. We did that in thing. In general slack. We did that thing. Correct. All the hearts, all the emojis. My manager through our statuses and one-on-ones knew that I did that fucking thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Literally single-handedly. Thank you so much. Unbeknownst to me, she goes into higher level meetings and socializes the fact that I did the thing. Ah, ooh. Mm, so that very the next good manager. I, very good manager. So that the next time I hear about this, by the time it comes back to me, I'm in a Slack chat with the CFO mm. about some other thing. We resolve that thing. And he says, hey, I heard you were in that promo. Good job. Ooh. Followed by, let me know if you need anything. I was like, visibility impact, baby. So I didn't... You don't have to say a word. Exactly. And this, the work really can speak for itself. So long as you have said the thing to the right person. Oh, I love that. Right? Yes. And like, it's your manager's job to make you look good. And it's your job to make your manager look good. So you do that by externally having the we language. They do that externally by making sure everyone knows that you were the force of the we. I know. Mind blown chills. We're doing love great. it. Oh, okay. So Logan, <laughs> let's bring it back. You are Nobel prize Barbie. I know that's your reaction. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the external versus the internal. It's telling the right person, the right thing at the right time mm-hmm. while making sure that you continue to do the work that matters. Mm-hmm. And you understand the chains of command of corporate America. Like who's supposed to talk to who about what, right? So that you're not the one out there like raising your hand first. I'm like, well, I did this amazing promotion and thank you for being here. And now I'm going to get to your question. Like calm down. <laughs> so like understanding those, those chains of corporate America, which like, I think we're answering shortly in another episode. Don't edit this. <laughs> like we'll, we'll help you also understand like the, this concept of the group project episode we talked about we too. We did talk about that. Okay, That's good. published. Okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. We're like, there is a moment in, in your one-on-one, your status, where like your manager is going to ask you what you did. That's your opportunity to say like, I carried this whole damn team on my back. And you know it. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. she knows. And and then you get to shut your mouth. And every t- every other external communication is we did this thing, right? And you, you got to watch that ego because it'll come out and bite you. Logan, you got this. I can't wait to hear all, all the credit you get deservedly. Yeah. I want to see you become the VP. That's what we want. Mm-hmm. Let us know when it happens. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives. You've delivered something before our 8 a.m. status. Your agendas are always sent to me 24 hours ahead of time asking for comment. Like, if you thought about it, you know that you woke up at 5 a.m. Right, exactly. <laughs> but like, I don't need but, an Instagram post that says like, oh my God, crashing it. Right, totally. Yeah. I make those Instagram posts, but that's because people know I'm not a morning person. And they're like, oh, so if she I'm is so awake, proud of you. like, watch out. <laughs> I totally get it. Absolutely. It's like reverse virtue signaling. Like, I'm here. I'm awake. What the fuck do you want from me? I hate it here. I hate it here.